welcome to The Fandom Show, the podcast where we learn about fantastic fandoms by talking to our favorites about their favorites. I'm Stephanie Malik. And I am Kaya Green. And today we're talking about an international sensation that up until eight months ago, I knew nothing about, but now is the most important thing in my life, other than Kaya and this podcast and our cats. <laughs> Thank you for um, the afterthought. Really appreciate that. <laughs> woo! Uh, we are talking about the K-pop group BTS. Uh, and I'm so excited. Kaya, what do you know about this fandom? Okay, so here's the deal. Um, uh, some of our listeners may not know that this podcast actually began as an online improv show, and they won't know that because it began as an online improv show, <laughs> uh, which means that it was watched by tens of people. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so it, we had a wonderful time making that show. It was just like something, something to do in the pandemic. We were interviewing our friends about fandoms, and the very first person that we had on uh, was uh, Anne Pornell. Uh, and I really didn't know anything about BTS before this. Uh, all I knew was that Anne Pornell uh, had a tendency to post stories on her Instagram where she would quiz people on which BTS member is who because there were seven of them. Um, and Anne rightfully called me out for being very bad at those quizzes. So uh, I was uh, so called out that I was like, you know what, you're right, I'm gonna learn their faces. Uh, and then I, I went and did that. So I know a fair amount about uh, BTS now, uh, but all because of Anne Pornell. Amazing. <laughs> uh, what do I know about BTS? I know that my Instagram feed my Twitter feed, my entire internet has been overrun because I won't stop watching videos of BTS. So all my algorithms are messed up. And um, I did a bad job of describing who they actually are. What, who, who are they actually? So, I mean, I'm going to leave that to our guests to explain in depth. Um, however, I know a decent amount. I'm baby about it. Like, I don't know a lot, but I, what I know, I adore and I get so excited to talk about. So I'm just going to, I'm going to introduce our guest. Uh, Anne Pornell is a Toronto-based comedian who's one of the newest hosts, that's not true anymore, and is one of the hosts of CBC's The Great Canadian Baking Show. She spent all of her time in Toronto's lockdowns uh, exclusively watching BTS music videos, vlogs, live performances, reality shows, and fan-made compilation videos of the best moments from music videos, vlogs, live performances, and reality TV shows. Uh, she's even trying to learn Korean, but by her own account is very bad at it. Everyone, I am so excited to introduce Anne Pornell. How are you doing, Anne? Anne I am so good that uh, my bullying was instantly called out. I believe in call-out culture, everybody. <laughs> and you know what? I'm living proof that it absolutely works. I, I not it. only I not only got called out to learn them, I then became a fan like four days later. Instantly. And that's all it takes. It just takes like, well, do I need to know? Could I learn them? Because that was my way in. I'm like, oh, yeah. I could figure out who these guys are. Yeah, it was and like a challenge. It was a challenge. It yeah. was a challenge to myself, and I love that that was your entry into the fandom yeah. as well. Like my, uh, I, I, I've always liked boy bands. Have we mentioned that BTS is a boy They're band? A boy yeah. boy band They're a boy band. Yes, they are um, from South Korea. They are the biggest act right now. Uh, you cannot deny that. Yeah, um, the numbers support it. So the numbers, the fact that they are part of, uh, they are spokesmen for the biggest brands in the world, Louis Vuitton, Samsung, McDonald's. And ambassadors for the South UN. Korea. Yes, they are uh, UN ambassadors for like, glo like global youth. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. They're great. They're fine young men. <laughs> fine, upstanding young individuals. Yes. Um, like, I've always liked boy bands, but uh, so it wasn't like a huge stretch. It mm. wasn't like, oh, I hate boy bands, but I love BTS. But learning them was like a very fun challenge because I would sit down with their music videos and be like, okay, purple hair, purple hair, purple hair. His hair changed. What the hell? <laughs> and just have to like go through through that process. But it was very fun. So that's what you did as well to get, get into them. Absolutely. Because I watched the music video Boy With Love and I was like, ooh, who's that blue-haired one? I like him. Only to watch another video and be like, hey, that's that blue-haired one. That's not the same blue hair. Yes. Which is the one I, well, they're all great. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, uh, but who do oh, I like? Who do, okay, I just have to know who I like. And then once I figure out who I like, that's when I figure out who's who. And then I was like, oh, wait, well, you like all of them. This is impossible. <laughs> And you say that, but and when I started learning who the members were, I was like, I have a clear front runner. Mm -hmm. It's obviously V. Mm -hmm. Look at that man is beautiful. I no one else. And then you start learning more about them. You're like, oh damn, I love all of them. Yes. Everyone is my favorite. So yes. I'm gonna let I'm gonna play a little game slash uh, ask you to introduce the members, <laughs> and we're each gonna give one word 
to associate with each of those members. I love it. All right. Uh, okay, so I'm going to let you intro the band. Okay, so first we have our leader. We have to start with him, RM, a.k.a. Namjoon. All right, what's your word for him? Thick. Kaya. <laughs> um, I, I mean this not in the way that I'm sure that Anne would mean this, but daddy. That's yeah. what I was going to pick. I was also going to pick daddy. Yeah, so yeah. I will go with... Um, just caring. Yes. He takes care of them all. He's a, yeah. good, he's a good daddy. And yeah. with those three words, that is exactly who RM is. He's well, the leader. We're already nailing it. Exactly. <laughs> thick, a, caring daddy. Big, thick, caring daddy who wants to see you succeed. Oh, <laughs> we love him. All right. Who's him. next? Who's next? Then we have Kim Suk Jin. Kim Suk Jin. Uh, also, Worldwide handsome. Also known as just Jin. 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 Uh, so what's your word for... For our sweet baby Jin. He's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's my daddy. This is, this is already confusing. You're daddy, welcome, everyone. But with an I. Yeah. Okay. There. So okay. we got daddy with a Y. That's our M. Daddy with an I. That's Jin. Kaya. Dear God. Uh, I'm I hope you're all say, taking notes. I'm going to say goofball. Ooh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm going to say himself. He is so himself yeah. in the way that... Yeah, everyone is a bit themselves, but Jin is unapologetically a weirdo. Unbothered. He's unbothered. He's, he's unbothered. here for the ride. He's on this journey, and he's like, I'm going to enjoy every second of it. He's the idol who's like, yeah, I'm famous. Can I get free stuff? Like, <laughs> yeah. in the most relatable way. Yeah, he's like what all of us would be if somebody picked us off the street and was like, you're handsome enough to be famous. And you were like, um, what? And then you were suddenly a worldwide like, star. I get that this stuff. Yeah. Can I have that? Can I? You, wait, you're kidding. I can have that? I love it. Okay. Blind confidence. Blind <laughs> confidence of a beautiful man. I do love that yeah. in an effort to help people differentiate the members from each other, we have told them that they're both named Daddy and one of them is just himself. <laughs> this is... <laughs> okay, here's another fact about Jin. Uh, he's got the weirdest hands. He does have weird hands. He has very long and like articulated fingers. And they're disjointed a bit. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Look for look for hands. Weird hands. Okay. Look for for weird hands. Whatever that means. (laughs) Next up. Next we have Min Yoongi, aka Sugar. All right. Give us your word. I don't know if I have a word. Can I just like give a sound? Yes. <laughs> you know what? No, I should give a word. The sound is worse. Give a, give a word and then you can add a sound onto the word. The sound will be upsetting for most. So I'll, I'll just go with, um, uh, oh God. Uh, uh, okay, Ka- we'll go to Kaya. We'll give you some time. Let's we'll start some with t- me. Uh, <laughs> Because I like to come up with a word that isn't just <laughs> just yeah. be panting heavily. Okay, so so just dog panting is yeah, is yeah. Anne's word. Yeah, that's valid. Um, I would say um, thoughtful. I would say thoughtful for sugar because he's he's quiet, and I'm now just using extra words. Yeah, you I'm, go. I'm gonna say sleepy. This <laughs> seems to be one of the facets of his personality that they love putting on like. On all their different media. He's just a sleepy guy. He's a little cat. I think I've come up with a word that's not horny. Okay. And <laughs> It'll also, sound horny now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, I'll go with serious. Oh. Because he's the one who looks serious all the time. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that he is necessarily, but he just looks it. Yeah, I think that's when I first saw Sugar, and I, I didn't really click into him for a while. Mm-hmm. It took me a bit to come around to Sugar. And it's because I think he has a, an air of standoffishness. He's not standoffish. Mm-hmm. But he just seems relatively like, I don't know, he just seems kind of uninterested. And I don't, he's not. He's very passionate and very invested. But it took me a while to warm up to him. I think it's because he's got resting bitch face. Absolutely. Yeah, does. a little bit. Yeah. I think he's just an introvert, too. Yeah, I think yeah. like he's a very creative person, but a lot goes on in his head and it just doesn't like come out on his face yeah. or in his actions or behaviors. Yeah. And I'm, in the same way that Jin is unbothered, I think Yoongi is the exact same way that he's just like, yeah, I'm famous. Uh. <laughs> He's here to make music. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, can, uh, can I make a beat? He's also so patient. Oh, He's just like, there's, I encourage people, if you've started to learn the members, please just watch some fan videos oh. of the Maknae, which are the younger members of the group, just bugging Yoongi constantly. Yeah. Like, they just poke at him, and he's like, okay. He just takes it. He's a sleepy grandpa about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna, just gonna come in here to remind us three words was <laughs> <laughs> the point of the game. Uh, and we are yeah, we objectively it, failing that. Uh, daddy with an I-E this time. 
I'm not saying we're doing a bad job of describing them, just a bad job of the game. So, so for everyone who's taking notes, I'm so sorry. Uh, let's move on to our next member. Next would be, oh, who comes next? Oh, of course. It's Jung Ho Suk, a.k.a. J-Hope, a.k.a. Hobie. All right, what's your word for Hobie? Ooh, live. Ooh. Because he's the dancer and his body is really sexy when he dances. Yeah, he can yeah. move. Yeah. I will agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I would say uh, springy mm. because I feel like from his, just every time I listen to him rap, he's one of the rappers. Every time I, uh, and we'll explain the the sort of divisions of labor, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Later. Um, or it'll just be panting. We don't know. His <laughs> <laughs> Very difficult to say with this particular episode. Um, but uh, yeah, he every time he sort of uh, dances or raps, he just has a very springy, energetic vibe to him. And that's my 20 words. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Um, oh, I had a different word, and I'm going to change it last minute. I'm going to call him Tigger. He's, he's like Tigger. Yeah. He's uh, bouncy. My other word was challenging. Because uh, <laughs> this is, and I mean challenging in that everything J-Hope wears, likes, is passionate about is not at all what I would like or I'm interested in. But he challenges me to open my mind and accept his weird duck purse. And you know what, Hobie? You're way more famous and influential than I am. I, do you? Who cares what Stephanie Malik in Toronto, Ontario, Canada thinks? That she is challenged by your fashion. That's right. Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll come back around to the fashion because I feel like that's a whole other huge, conversation. Huge, huge, huge conversation. Part. So who's next? And oh. you seem to have a, an implicit order. I do. Yes. It's kind of the order of their fan chant. You do you know the fan chant? Oh yes. Okay, thank gosh. So I am going in the fan chant. Everybody. Got it. Um, a lot of K-pop groups have specific fan chants for when um, the idols are performing. And the one for BTS is basically in age order, but it does start with RM. Because he's the leader. Because he's the leader. Uh, so next in age is going to be Park Jimin. Jimin! Jimin. All right, what's your word for Jimin? Soft. All right. That was easy. <laughs> Anne was soft. like, I'm ready. He's so soft. Kaya. <laughs> I don't know if I can do better than soft. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yes, I can. Uh, or just different. Pretty. Yes. Soft. Jimin is so pretty. The prettiest. He's a pretty boy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, what is my word? Because I want to make sure that my word, there's so much to Jimin that I, like, he's, he's not my favorite, but he's so, you know what, graceful. Mm, I'm going to choose okay. graceful okay. because I've been watching uh, dancers react to Jimin and J-Hope, yeah. and I had no idea how talented yeah. of a dancer Jimin is. Yeah. Like, he can move that body. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's a Jimin. Also, Jimin. my other word is and porno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have decided, I've claimed that I am like Jimin. If I'm going to be any of the members, I am the most like Jimin. And it's not in a complimentary way, but <laughs> we, we may or may not get into that later. But I am Jimin. Uh, the next one is going to be Kim Taehyung, a.k.a. V. V. What's your word for V? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go with, <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about V. V is a V is an interesting figure because I think he's controversial for he's, a lot of people. Me, for me, he's challenging. I am challenged by V, but he was the first person in the group that I did uh, be like, who's he? He was the blue-haired one. Mm -hmm. ah. He was the one that I was like, is he my favorite? I was going to guess RM. It wasn't. He was the first that I rem I'm like, oh, this is RM. Yeah. He was the only one I identified for the first two weeks. He's a very RM's distinct the easiest one. Yeah. Yeah. And also, he's the one who speaks English. So for English-speaking people, he's the easiest to recognize the fastest. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. With V, I'm going to go with, oh, God. Um, okay. What's the word? I don't even know the word that I'm thinking of. But someone, the, the term that is used to describe someone who has a lot of interests. Like um, <laughs> the... A uh, polymath? Not quite. Uh, a renaissance man. Right, there we That's go. That's how I would describe V. A renaissance man. Two words. <laughs> Beautiful. A um, renaissance. I would go with jazz. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's very recently gotten very into jazz. It's making me crazy. Um, but if not, I would say I, 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 I am so sorry because I feel like this is such a like gendery thing and I uh, feel like I'm... That's the wrong thing to do here, but he's such a boy. Yes. Like he is like the just the most classic like young man in that he is just like gets gets deep into it. I don't know, just something about him. You just look at him, you're like, oh, I've known so many dudes like you. Yeah. yeah. He, he's very clearly a young 
man. Yeah. I'm so sorry for betraying the non-binary <laughs> <laughs> reasoning. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say gorgeous. <laughs> That's V strange. is just beautiful to look at. Yeah. He, he and is. that's, you know, uh, the first video I saw was Permission to Dance because I'm very baby. That was your first? Kaya chose that one. Kaya got to pick one for me. In our conversation, that was the That was the first? first? To be fair, it had just come out. Like it okay. dropped the week before. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. That rhyme. So that <laughs> and Butter. And also because they were the English songs. So they yes. were the ones we went with first. Okay. Yeah. And okay. he shows up in a full red cowboy outfit. Yeah. And I was just like, this person is the most beautiful man I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And... I just want to look at him the whole time. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to our final, <gasps> our final BTS the final member. member, the Golden Magne, uh, John Jungkook, JK, Jungkook, JK. the baby, the hottie. <laughs> What's your word for JK? Perfect. Perfect. He's perfect. Who, what, you, he, I dare you to challenge that. He's perfect. Kai, yeah. what's your word? Yeah, just a little angel boy. <laughs> <laughs> with a, with a uh, hyphen. <laughs> angel boy. <laughs> Uh, my word, you know, he's, both of your words obviously <laughs> encapture the spirit of JK. So I'm going to go real specific and I'm going to say abs. Oh. Because <laughs> I was in the winter, earlier in the winter, we watched the Permission to Dance concert. And there, there's a moment in Fake Love where he lifts up his shirt and the camera man knew this was coming and yeah. did a zoom in on his abs and they're perfect. They know. They like. They I, know. I do think that videography is actually choreographed because it happens in every single live oh, performance. It, it is. It is choreographed. Of fake love, yeah, and yeah. the fandom will know exactly what we're talking about. Absolutely. And the dance move and exactly how far it goes. It doesn't go that far up. Jk. I mean, it did in that harder. one where his shirt came open, but I think that was a wardrobe malfunction, and we all were very oh, lucky yes. to witness it. I feel like Army has like uh, at least some Army has like spreadsheets and fucking like you know those serial killer red string kind of walls. My name is Anne Pornell. I just didn't want to call you out, and I feel like they have like uh, databases of just every instance yeah. of showing they skin do. for yeah. every member. Uh, they probably sure. do. that is very real. Absolutely. Sure. Okay, um, we've mentioned Army a few times. Um, um, uh, why are BTS fail? Oh, sorry, you were gonna. I was just gonna say before we get into that, can can we explain what they all do? Because I feel like that's yes. very important before we get into like the other stuff. Okay, okay. so now you know they're daddy and <laughs> and gorgeous and baby and, and perfect and perfect. Challenging. We've, we've done a really good job of explaining the <laughs> yeah, numbers to you. You you of course have a excellent handle on who all of these people are now. I will say this: I find Army to be very exclusive with the fandom because we don't take the time to <laughs> to explain these things because yes. we just get too Which excited. Which is why I'm going to slow us down. <laughs> yes. What are, like, I think a lot of people are like, hey, K-pop bands have a thousand people in them. Yes. What is going on? Why is that? Um, and it's because of their different lines, right? Yes, Can you explain that a bit? Yeah, so basically in a lot of K-pop uh, idol groups, you will have the group that's kind of uh, divided with uh, certain specialties. So in BTS, we have the uh, the dancing line. Yeah. Uh, and that would uh, obviously be J-Hope, Jungkook, Jimin, and V was added to that. Uh, he didn't start off as part of the dancing line to start is with. Is he officially part of the line? He is. I think mm -hmm. it happened in like 2018, 2017, okay. but it didn't start that way. And then you've got the vocal line, which is Jin, Taehyung, uh, Jungkook, Jimin, and that's it. And then we've got the rap line, uh, my 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 biases, except for well, Hobie, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> we love Hobie. We, we love Hobie. Hobie. I we feel love like, Hobie. I feel like maybe Hobie might be the one that is just going to be the the favorite at the very end of the day. Like when I when I'm an aged woman and I think back, I might be like. Hobie was there. Yeah. Hobie, Hobie is J-Hope, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> For those keeping track, because they all have three names, like it's a Russian goddamn They all novel. have three names. Yes. They never stop changing their hair or no. fashion, and they are never in the same spot for more than two seconds. If you can figure out who is who in BTS, that means you've in, you're invested, and I think that's on purpose. Like, they get you. They get you. Yeah. Anyways, the rap line is Hobie, uh, or J-Hope, RM, and Suga. And the Mangne line, Mangne is Korean for uh, youngest, and so the three youngest, four youngest, we'll go with the three youngest, are Jimin, Jungkook, and Tae. And the Hyung line, Hyung means brother, uh, older like brother older, specifically, yeah. are RM, Hobie, Jin, and Suga. But really, Hobie, I find, 
goes between the two Magnes and the Hyungs because he's just so excitable. <laughs> I feel like Jin is a bit like that too. Like Jin is the oldest of the group, but he is, he plays. He's the silliest. That's true, he yeah. plays. I love him. He doesn't take anything <laughs> seriously. I, oh, he's so great. I, I, a way that I've managed to try to learn the members, I know there's divisive feelings about James Corden, um, but his Eat shit, James Corden. I know you listen to this, James Corden. I know you're listening. Uh, it's hard to say how Anne feels. <laughs> <laughs> it's up in the air. Um, but he did a carpool karaoke with BTS, and I found uh, that was how Kaya helped me learn the members because they don't move. They're stationary. They're stationary. <laughs> and that's the but most it, helpful but part. But it, it was really helpful because I was able to identify who was sitting where, and then when I'd watch future things, I'd go, okay, where were they sitting? Great, now I know who it is. And that was my oh. entrance into being able to memorize who the members okay. were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you if you really want to learn, come up with some kind of mnemonic device, yes. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, look okay. at the moles on their face. That's yeah. how I or little scars. Yeah, yes. JK has yes. that little scar. Um, yes. So okay, now let's talk about Army. Yes. Um, so what what is Army? Who is Army? What? Why what? are they called what? Army? <laughs> uh, Army is the BTS fandom. That is the fandom name for anyone who stands BTS. It does stand for something. I forget what it stands for. Something about youth. I will look it up as you yeah. explain ARMY. Right. And why would youth be important? I don't know, because that was their gimmick. <laughs> yeah, right. It was their, their yeah. bullet, the, uh, when they first started out, right, yes. their name was Bulletproof Boy Scouts? Yeah, so basically whole their whole gimmick when they first debuted was, okay, so ARMY stands for, oh, I, yeah, 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 I see it, and it makes me, <laughs> okay, here we are, adorable represent, adorable representative MC for youth. Wait, what? That's yeah. what ARMY That's stands what for. That's what ARMY stands for. Okay, A-R-M- I can see why we don't... Um, lowercase c. Why? <laughs> talk about that. ARM key. ARM key. ARM key. And it's basically because uh, when they first started off, BTS had... Most of their songs were about um, being young, being youthful, uh, fighting the system, fighting sort of the stereotypes that comes with being young, and uh, being a voice for young people, which is actually kind of cool. And... Um, I don't know. I don't know if that was theirs, like they wanted it, or if that's something that their label wanted, but it is what they started off with. In fact, their name, uh, Bangtan Sonyeondan, which is BTS in Korean, is supposed to stand for uh, Bulletproof Boy Scouts. So their whole thing was they were protecting the youth with their songs and their their messaging. And their general so vibes. And their vibes. And, their, their vibes. <laughs> and if you look at 2013 BTS, it's... A vibe. They're like little thuggy, but also kind of punk Ugh. kids. It's, it's It doesn't quite work. It does not age well, but I will say the fact that they kind of got burned, like everyone made fun of them. They did not start off so like popular at all. They were really made fun of and kind of bullied by their industry and by other fans of K-pop. Well, because they were at the, a label that was nobody. Like, their yeah. label was very low, not one of the top threes. Exactly. So, again, in K-pop, there's kind of three major um, labels. I don't know what they are. I think one of them is uh, JYP, and one is SM or something like that. Anyways, and uh, the company that BTS came from was Big Hit. And they're a small company, and I think they are probably the first group that, uh, BT- that Big Hit came out with successfully. Um, and... Their whole vibe was just like, we're young. We're we're not gonna. You you think we should go to school? Nah, man. We're gonna do what we want. We're gonna follow our dreams. Like in that tone. Like it felt like very, yeah. like rebellious, but like with a hip hop flair. Um, it's it's bizarre, honestly. <laughs> Years after the fact, it doesn't necessarily hold up, but you can kind of appreciate the fact that this is where they came from and. They had to fight for all of their success because they kind of started off a bit rocky. Yeah, and, and they've just, apologized for some of their wardrobe and hair choices since ooh, then. There was a lot of appropriation, uh-huh. but I think that really is a big part of um, K-pop, unfortunately. Yep. But BTS is one of the few bands that not only recognizes that, but also has apologized for it and does seem to really make an effort to not make the same mistakes. And that goes uh, as well for like lyrics and their older stuff was quite misogynistic and to the point where like I think the rumor was that they had taken their lyrics to um, a women's studies professor in like one of the universities in Seoul and they were like, well, this is how it's problematic. And RM was like, okay, 
All right. Now well, I'm daddy. Yeah. I never Good heard daddy. that. Yeah, yeah. So go, RM. I feel like every time they get called out on things, they make the right moves to try to better and learn. And that's what I think makes BTS so wonderful is that th- they allow themselves to make mistakes and then they apologize for it. And they're also really hot. <laughs> <laughs> and so talented. Which is what matters in the, the end. most. That's what matters to me. <laughs> there's um, so there's a lot of like elements of being a fan of BTS. So yeah. you would be uh, it would be understandable to think that uh, being fan, a fan of the band means being mostly a fan of their music. But they have a lot of other features, right? They're brand ambassadors. They have TV shows. Yes. What's what, what's sort of the landscape of BTS's stuff look like? Because it's huge. Yeah, it's huge, and that's what makes it a little bit intimidating for newer fans because there is so much stuff to watch. So much content. There's so much content and. That's why it was such a a godsend for something like during the pandemic when we were all stuck at home. I watched hours, hundreds and hundreds, (laughs) if not thousands of hours of of BTS stuff. And that stuff is not only their music, which they have many, many albums. They have uh, their music videos. Then they have their practice uh, choreography videos. And then they have thing called uh, things called the Bangtan Bombs, which is like behind the scenes footage of them doing performances. And then there's also uh, their variety shows run BTS. And then there's their like yearly concerts that are special gifts to the fans. There is so much they have travel show. They have tra- it's like they they go abroad and they film that. There's so much to BTS. Like there's them as musicians. There's them as reality stars. And then there's them as like just good people and that's the UN stuff that's you know their um uh, their humanitarian efforts so there's a lot that you can feel intimidated over but it just is like yo you don't have to listen to their music just watch their TV shows. (laughs) You don't like their shows? Okay, just watch their dance videos. Watch them go to New Zealand or Malta. Or like hang out at a cottage for a week. And for some reason, them just being at a cottage is so entertaining. It's so, it's because they make you feel like you're hanging out with your buddies. That's the best part of their reality show, which is it's just calm and drama free. And that's what I love about yeah. them. There's yeah. tiny dramas, but they're the tiny dramas that you would have with your college roommates. Yeah. Or that type of drama. We were Not like, even, I'd say less so. Less <laughs> drama, yeah. They're, Way less. They're, yeah. they're so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they would call them uh, idols, right? Rather than yes. musicians, right? because they're kind of all-around celebrities in every conceivable way. That's right? right. They can kind of do everything. They've got documentaries. They have web tunes. They have... A, a cartoon line. A cartoon line. They do everything. They work every day. They work so hard. I love them. <laughs> they they pr- sponsored the gum that's in my coat pocket that I forgot to bring out. Like they have their faces on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're making a lot of money for a lot of people. <laughs> is there anything that they haven't done yet that you wish they would yeah, do? Yeah, kiss me. <laughs> Or you each other. Each other, publicly, me, I don't care. <laughs> um, I would love to actually see them. You know what? No, I think I've seen them do everything that I want from them. Like, aside from, I don't know, playing in a celebrity basketball or baseball game. You know what I mean? I'm just like, what? They've they've done they've literally done it all. I can't ask any more of them. I mean, there's already a lot. It's there's a lot. A lot. Yeah. it's a lot. It's, and it's a lot of fun to try to catch up on. If you get into it later on, uh, it's a lot of fun to catch up. Yeah. And because right now they're on a break, they yes. they have their first vacation in I couldn't say how long. Maybe two three years. Yeah. Like I th- and in that two three years, I think they only took like a month off again. Yeah, they've been working through the entire pandemic, mm-hmm. bringing constant content yeah. to folks, uh, and now they're on a break. Uh, and there's still so much like they're on Instagram all the time. They started getting Instagram accounts as soon as they went on vacation. Oh, it was so good. We- Their Instagram personalities are so funny. <laughs> uh, do you, Do you want to explain to anyone any of them? I mean. You no. no, get into get it. Into it. <laughs> yeah. No, just I mean, get into it. I feel like you gotta get to know them a little bit before yeah. it's yeah. like that. He the... posted a selfie and then deleted it. Isn't that a big deal? Like that yeah. doesn't feel like a big deal unless you're like, oh, a typical V. Yeah, exactly. Why are we always doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, amazing. Who's your bias? Sorry, what is, a bias, what is a bias and who is your bias? <laughs> There's a lot of terminology to catch up We're on. We're too deep. I know. It's lovely. What an informative episode this one will be. So the plan. A bias is simply who your favorite member is. 
And my bias is three people, and I won't choose because it would kill me. And my three biases are Sugar, Jin, and newly added is RM. And it's thicky days. Yeah, because like RM has always sort of been like on my, mm, he could be a bias, but then he says something that I'm like, I would not get along with you. <laughs> no, I, I just think that he w and I would not get along because he's so serious and so like arty that I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Honestly, as soon as I watched In the Soup, which is their uh, show where they go to a cottage, and he was just like, what will I do with my day? I'm going to read. I'm like, nah, I love RM. Yeah. <laughs> Spends the entire time reading. He's a nerd, and I love bullying nerds. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I would bully him, but he's uh, he, he, he seems like a really good person, and I have right. a lot of respect for the amount of work he's done and I think sacrifices he's had to make for this group. I think he's made probably the most sacrifices of any of the members because of being the leader. Right. right. And what is um, bias wrecking? Oh, bias wrecking is when someone pops up on your TV and you're like, ooh, are you my bias? <laughs> They're the ones who make you forget who your bias yeah. is and so, challenge it. For instance, my bias is Jungkook because he's the best and I love him. Um, and he's stayed my bias since day one, yeah. uh, which is unusual because a lot of people's biases change. Yeah. Um, but when we all collectively watched the L.A. concert, uh, there was one moment where J-Hope was dancing just like <laughs> so hard that I was like, whoa, whoa, oh no. And then Ann yelled, he's bias wrecking you at me. That, I think the L.A. bias wrecked a lot of people. Yeah, like, yeah. you got bias wrecked with Sugar. Yeah, yes. I was not a Sugar fan. Uh, Sugar's great, but it just wasn't in my top. And then he showed up in this orange hair. Challenging. With a, like, side shave. I was mm -hmm. like, damn it, Yungi. Yeah. You bias wrecked me. It's uh, those undercuts. Oh, looks so good. <laughs> and my bias has changed repeatedly. Yeah. Which is... I've been on a journey. I started with V, and then JK snuck in there, and I was like, oh, the older guys, whatever. I was one of those army, uh, there are members of army who tend to focus a lot on the younger members, uh, and I was one of those. And then Jin came in, <laughs> like the dumb, dumb, beautiful man he is, and just uh, wrecked that. And now yeah. he's at the top. Um, they always move. Yeah, yeah. Jin really is like, what if you took a, a superstar boy band and just one of them just was an improviser? Yes. That's, yes. It's yes. just like a nerdy yeah. comedian yes. that's like, what am I doing? Well, I'm going to do some bits over here. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. That is exactly why he is one of my biases because I find him so funny and he never takes himself seriously. No. Yeah. Um, but my bias record is JK. My God. If, oh, yeah? he, if he was two years older, he would yeah, be Yeah, he's, he's very young. I could be. And that, no, I couldn't that, be his mother. I think it's because I'm not like as as horny for them that and also JK you're closer is my bias. And you're closer in age to JK yeah, than either of us. Yeah. So when I look at JK, I feel very uncomfortable about how attractive I find him. Yeah. Because he's significantly younger than yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's upsetting that he was born when I was in grade seven. Yeah, because he started when he was 13 and he's now 23, He's 97, right? right? Yeah, he's Yeah, yeah, seven. yeah. I was midway through high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, don't yeah. need to discuss, but <laughs> anyway, he's old now. One more question yeah, and then we'll 100%. move on to our next section. Uh, what's the nerdiest thing that you have done as a part of this fandom? Join the membership program. I'm army. <laughs> I'm officially army. And like you have a card. I have in your wallet. a card that has not been sent to me yet. Mine's but in my I wallet. I have one it's near us right now. It's it <laughs> means nothing. Like it's simply a symbol. Like I gave them twenty dollars of my money for no reason. Like that's to me the dorkiest thing I've done because it's like, I mean the other things you can argue like you know watching them obsessively uh, that that amounts to stuff. That's cr I get creatively inspired mm -hmm. and horny. <laughs> But like a membership that doesn't that that doesn't do anything for anyone yeah. except for them, and I think that's the biggest thing. <laughs> Just joining their membership, and it feels like giving them money. You're like, I've helped. They don't need they our don't help. Need they are money. billionaires. I already bought season one of In the Soup. Like I own that. I never bought digital anything. <laughs> like it's been years since I bought music, and I'm buying the, not even their music. I'm buying their TV show of them at a cottage. What what uh, Steph? What's the nerdiest thing you've done I as mean, a BTS? I mean, I also have a membership. <laughs> um, okay, so. well then you're gonna need to top that. Um, well, I'm gonna call both of us out, both me and Anne out. Uh, oh. We took a butter uh, the song oh. butter. We took a dance class to learn the choreography for the song butter. There is video. It's very good. <laughs> it's adorable, and it's I adorable. love it personally. It's just. 
us with a bunch of lovely humans who are all trying our best. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very cute. Yeah. We're not it. We're not we're not the moment. I, I thought you were the moment. But I thought you you guys were a standout. We were personally. I would say we were we were gin level yes! decent. Yes, yes. <laughs> we were the gins in our group, and honestly, we were the best part of it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I think that brings us nicely that into our nicely. Uh, hot takes. Our next section. So um, we do a, a thing on here called Hot Takes, Ooh. where we sift through the blood, sweat, and tears of the internet <laughs> to bring you some dynamite takes on these favorite idols. Um, that was all BTS references. That was so good. Mm-hmm. I noticed. And thank I you. Thank it. you. Um, so we went through the internet. We asked uh, people online uh, for their various hot takes about BTS. Uh, so we're going to read them to you and just get your reactions to these hot takes. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to start with this one. Uh, compared to other Korean idols slash groups, the hardships BTS have gone through may seem insignificant, and many ARMY exaggerate the underdog story a lot. No! No! <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, like, I would say any K-pop idol group has had unbelievably, like, just so much work that was put onto them as young folks. Like, I don't think the root of a, a pop star, an idol is easy at all. I think it's hard and I think it's demanding and I think people get really messed up from it. So yeah. I would say it's not under it's not overplayed. It's underplayed. I think every single K-pop group's struggles have been underplayed because I don't even know that we know all of the bad stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I Because they hide that. They very hide very that. effectively. Yes, because yeah. they have to, otherwise the labels would be, you know, uh, accused of abuse. Like yeah. that's to, how bad it is. To explain a little bit for those who don't know anything at all about K pop, uh, which I know very, very little, but uh, K pop members go through sort of a like boot camp yeah, type training. thing for, for several train. years, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it's a very difficult process. I know very little about yeah. it. They all share dorms. Like, I was watching a video about a guy who was almost in BTS and got cut. Uh, and he was like, yeah, the younger guys all slept on the floor. The rest of us slept on bunk beds all in the same room. We went to school all day. We practiced all night. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like, hard. They don't trip their way into fandom. No. They work very, very hard. Yeah. And in fact, a lot of um, idol groups don't even make money for most of their career. And it, it's actually more surprising and uh, more rare for a successful group to actually make money because as they're going through training and debuting, there there are costs that the label has to do to promote and to pay for hair, makeup, wardrobe, blah, 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 blah. And so a lot of the times, from what I've uh, heard, is that idol groups don't get any money. And in fact, they have to pay what they earn to pay back their company of oh, the things, yeah, oh, it, yeah, oh. yeah. Now I don't know what uh, I don't know any specific idol groups who that has happened to, but I know that that's a thing, and so I can only assume that happened with BTS to an extent because they were from a small company. They didn't even have money; like their company had no money to give them. So, what are the sacrifices that everyone had to make to make that happen? So, um, I think that person is cruel, and I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's uh, number two. Uh, Map of the Soul 7, which is one of their albums, uh, was the last good BTS oh. album. I feel like the joy has been drained from Suga and J-Hope's eyes since they pivoted to English. And just for some context, they recently released their first two songs fully in English. Three songs, sorry, fully in English uh, for American audiences that they're trying to grow into. I will say that I agree as far as the BTS is a little bit different when they're with their English tracks. They are not catering to themselves. They're very much catering to the Western market. And uh, it's a very strategic thing that they're doing uh, because they want to make an impact in North America and they know that they have to play the game. That being said, I think it's a little obscene to accuse two grown adult men of like having no light in their eyes when they <laughs> sing English songs because it's like, hey, they're making a lot of money. I think they're fine. Yeah. I yeah. think they're fine. Also, it's hard, like, when you don't speak a language and you have to sing in that language, it's hard, hard to get the, like, feeling behind it. Like, uh, if, if someone was, like, sing a song in Korean right now, Kaya, even if somebody coached me through what it should sound like, I still wouldn't be able to give it 100% because I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I will also argue that, like, Suga and was were they specifically singling out Suga and J Hope? Yeah, yeah, of course, um, because they're the rappers and they are also two of the members who do a lot more writing. Uh, 
right, of their own lyrics. Yeah. And in this case, they probably didn't write uh, the English versions of whatever they're writing. I like they might have had not. No, I think it was RM. And so they're also just saying other people's lines, which is a part of the job. Like I think yeah. a lot of army things BTS has written every single part of their song in every way, and you're like. <laughs> No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Even their solos, like they're not writing their own no. solos. Other people are writing their solos for it's them. It's too big an industry. They don't dress themselves. No. They don't do their own They don't hair. wipe their they own don't sweat like, from their own faces They sometimes. don't hold their own heads up. They have people to <laughs> literally. literally hold their head yes. up when they're tired. They are too expensive as people. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I get what this person is saying, but I'm also just like, well, maybe it's the fact that Suge is almost 30 and he's tired. Like, I mean, he was it. tired when he was 18, though. Exactly. <laughs> He's a tired man. Look, some of us are just naturally tired, I okay? I... <laughs> the most relatable thing about him is that he just wants He's to just rest. He's just tired. Um, all right, here's another uh, hot one. It's strange that idols are expected to celebrate holidays and their birthdays with fans. Wait, they are? They're, I mean, uh, J-Hope's birthday, uh, we're recording this on February 20th. J-Hope's birthday was two days ago, and he, when it turned his birthday, he's on VLive, which is a streaming platform, mm-hmm. uh, interacting with fans, just sitting there by himself. Yeah, and that's what all the members do on their birthdays, more or less. I actually will agree with this take, because I find that the idol world has a very tricky relationship with their fans, because it is in every idol group's interest to make a fan think that every song, every thought, everything is for that person, right? It's different from a lot of Western music, but very similar to the Western boy bands, which is they're selling themselves as a boyfriend experience, basically. And they're effective at it. They're so good at it. But that's why that, like, a lot of the times... Army feels, or people, fans can feel entitled to knowing everything about them and share these things. Like, fans will literally lose it if they feel like one of their members has been offended somehow. Like, you'll see a lot of it with, um, if there's a promo picture and six of the seven are in it because someone accidentally got cropped out because the dimensions of a picture could only, like, fit this frame, you will have, like, stands lose it, being like, this is so disrespectful to Hobie, blah, blah, blah. and you're like, I don't think he cares. So I Hobie's think doing fine. They don't care. They don't know about this man. Don't worry about it. Also, they're all over the place. One, pr- one promo po- photo when they're literally on thousands exactly. doesn't matter. I promise you this is not an, uh, like, they're not trying to offend anyone. Th- this was just an intern who didn't know how to crop a picture properly. <laughs> That's what it is. But I find the sharing of a lot of these personal things an extension of that. So I actually do agree that we, we we weirdly feel like we need to, I also include myself in this, feel like we need to uh, see them as real people and then celebrate them as real people. So I actually agree with this hot take. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right, number five. Jin can't sing or dance. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but can you give us some context on this before we hear your reaction? <laughs> I think we already heard the reaction. <laughs> yeah, the reaction Can we was also hear some context? <laughs> okay, basically, uh, Jin and RM are c- canon. They are known to be the least strong dancers. And, and so a lot of the times when uh, the members are joking, they will bring up how good, quote-unquote, RM and Jin are. But they're still dancing along to everything that the other members are dancing to. So how can anyone say they're not good dancers? Yeah. It's insane. I've tried some of that choreography and it's it's not nothing. It's It's not nothing. It's significant. Difficult. And he works harder. They probably work harder at it, but they're still very good dancers. And as far as singing, hey, here's my hot take. I don't know that any of them are that good. Okay, you shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. And careful, Army's coming for you. Let me me just (laughs) say this. I will say it like this. I actually don't know that I've heard them sing with their natural voices and like live at a concert or even just sort of like uh, in, in in a room, in a scenario where you would be singing. But like singing is very difficult and I don't know how much auto tune and production goes into their recorded songs. Yeah, hard to say. And I also don't know how much live singing they do. I know they do live singing, but every... Every singer, I'm so sorry, everyone, 
But in concerts, a lot of the time, if they're not themselves fully lip syncing, they will have a track so that they can take some breaths and some moments. So they're not always singing. And so I myself don't know how much BTS actually sings. But from what I've heard, he's a good singer. I've heard of him like, just like uh, in the background singing like Epiphany or one of his solo songs. I'm like, he can hit the notes. He's not yeah. tone deaf. He's a good singer. Just like everyone has the ability to be if they work hard. Yeah. I'll also say his vocal quality um, is not a vocal quality we hear a lot in North American music yeah. as well. Like he, his, uh, he doesn't have a very deep vocal yes. tone. It's very high. It's very trebly. And so it doesn't necessarily sound like it's super strong. But I mean, there's a few songs that I've heard of him just solo and he he can carry a tune. Yes. He I think he's just not necessarily as uh naturally gifted as a JK yeah. or a uh Taeyang. But that's the thing, like other than JK, I I I actually don't know how great they all are as vocalists. Yes. Yeah. Only JK has proven that because of his little his V lives where he's just singing karaoke to just, a bunch of songs in see-through pajamas. Yeah. Watch right. those. <laughs> we're we're going to move on to uh, the next one, which is brought uh, to us by uh, one of the friends of a podcast, Ajanis Charlie. Uh, so excited to have this take. Thank you, Ajanis, for this. They're the best. Um, K-pop groups have too many members in general. Any <laughs> BTS song could be done just as well with three members max. And if you have that many members, I better hear a 12-part harmony. Y'all better <laughs> sing every note on the scale at the same time. I want less of a BTS army and more, more of a BTS special armed forces. <laughs> Bless you, Ajanis, for this excellent take. Ajanis is not wrong. They are absolutely <laughs> not wrong in that K-pop groups have too many members because they're not trying to be singers. They're yeah. trying to sell experiences. And you can and you know that by the fact that every K-pop group also has a million other things like variety shows. They they sell it all. That's the point of K-pop is to sell 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 and yeah. oh it's so good at it's that it's so good there's so there's a reason why bts may or may not be exempt from military service is because they are making too much money for south korea to justify them taking themselves out of the music world for two years to do their army service yeah. which is bonkers which is wild and it's almost unprecedented only like athletes and other classical musicians have been exempt but bts may or may not be the first band the uh k-pop grand K-pop band to do that. I mean, Jin is 30, uh, and by 30, they have to do their He service. should have enlisted already. Yes. And they've all gotten uh, a, a two-year extension as of last year, I believe. So I just, I don't think they're ever going to take it, frankly. Yeah. They, it, it would be a wild choice to do that, especially right now. It's too much money. It's, it's too so, much they money make so for the much whole money. country. I want to go to Seoul. Like, yes. I'm, I want to go. We have had multiple conversations about going yeah. to try to, like, experience yeah. and learn about that culture. They're really great. Uh, ambassadors. <laughs> tourist ambassadors. Yeah. yeah. All right. I know Anne will like this hot take. All the members are working out to build their bodies, and <laughs> ARMY are not ready for it. Wanted to leave you on a horny note. ARMY, ARMY needs to get over this big hit, close the gyms narrative. Anytime you see one of the members getting especially thick on Twitter, all I will see is ARMY losing their minds, being like, they're getting too muscular, they're getting too thick. And Wait, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, because... <laughs> Now, maybe this is an uneducated statement to make, but I feel like with K-pop, the, the body sort of ideal body type is very slim. Mm -hmm. It's not muscular. Yeah. It's not voluptuous. It's not thick. It's not curvy. It's very much skinny and almost childlike. Very innocent. Very, like, not threatening. And when the boys hit the gym, they make their bodies look threatening. But for me, they can threaten all they want. <laughs> More threatening. And wants the threat. They're men. Yeah, they men. <laughs> they are grown men, and they should get the muscles that they want. And that element of innocence is probably part of the boyfriend experience thing, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. non-threatening. Yeah, like Jimin, he could he could gain fifty pounds of muscle, and he will still look not threatening. So, so Jimin, please. Though, have you seen <laughs> that man's quads? I know. He has the Jimin's thickest thighs. dancer. Thighs oh yeah, he looks there. like he could just launch himself into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, I think a lot of idols uh, 
could could follow in the steps of Wanho, another K-pop idol who is so thick. Like he got <laughs> big boobies. <laughs> and I love them. <laughs> anyway, what was the take? <laughs> Army's not ready for how thick they're, they're not, getting. they're not, they're not, but they gotta get ready. You gotta you gotta get ready to stay ready, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Do you have any closing BTS takes? That, do you have your own hot takes you want to add in here? This is your last call. Oh, no. I don't like to be controversial with BTS because ARMY is scary. Yeah, <laughs> ARMY, scary. ARMY, for the record, uh, if, you, if you remember back when that horrible, horrible man was president um, and the, uh, yes. he didn't yes. sell out a rally in his re-election campaign, I won't say his name, you know who he is, um, because of the K-pop fans, that was ARMY. Yeah. yeah, ARMY bought out all the tickets to the rally so that no, no supporters could get tickets. Yeah, and that's what they him. do. And uh, during BLM in 2020 in the summer, um, BTS donated a million dollars, and the very next day, ARMY came up with another, uh, another million to match that. Like, that is the power of ARMY. Now imagine that against you. You can only ask James Corden what that feels like oh. because Army turned on them. They turned on Jason Derulo, Ellen, Ellen. Oh, did we turn on Ellen? I we mean, turned on Ellen. Good. Did we? Yeah, this I was a while informed. ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And uh, who else was the other person? I forget. But once Army turns their back on you, you are blacklisted, <laughs> and I don't ever want to be on the wrong side of Army. <laughs> yeah, I don't say, do that. Uh, RM called it out on a James Corden interview, being like, "How how are you enjoying your time with Army?" And James <laughs> Corden was like, "Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they came for me." Yeah, and that's how successful BTS is as a K-pop group. They have managed to get so many people that in love with them and that devoted to them that they are so fierce. Like a lot of uh, K-pop fans and fandoms are very vocal and can be scary and can ruin some lives. Like there's um, a rapper, Tableau, from Epic High, who BTS really likes them. And uh, a couple years ago, he got involved in the scandal that was like someone, uh, an auntie, so someone who's not a fan of them, an auntie had claimed that he made up the fact that he went to Stanford University because they couldn't believe that a rapper went to Stanford University what? and almost destroyed his life because they started this big campaign to be like, we don't trust anything you say and we want your, it was li like, like it was literally the equivalent of asking Obama for his birth certificate. Ugh, like it, it got so bad that's that intense. it was so intense and that's what stands are, right? Like as amazing and as supportive as uh, ARMY can be or any fandom, any fandom. Yeah. They, that can turn on you so quickly. It's a two-sided coin, right? Oh, it can be so is. wonderful and such a great community. And then that can also, because we're all people, yeah. get get a little toxic. Yes. Let's remember where the term Stan came from. It was yeah. from Eminem music video featuring Devin Sawa, where he becomes so obsessive that he kills himself and his girlfriend. Pregnant. So. Girl, pregnant girlfriend. So let's just, we love throwing around the term Stan because it's a nice, convenient way to talk about things that you love, but also... It's, it's a little toxic yes. as well. Let's Absolutely. love things in a nice way. Yay! Yay! Because that's yeah. what BTS would have wanted. They yes. want you to have a nice, happy, successful life. That's yes. right. Do it for the boys. Yeah. All right. At the end of every episode, we like to share our micro fandoms for the week, which we will do in just a moment. But before we do, let's talk about how you can support the show. Be our army, if you will, but not in a weird, toxic way. Oh, I mean, if you want segue. to, I could give you some people. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are many free ways to support the show uh, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, you can reach out, follow us, or send us compliments at the Fandom Show Pod. At, there's no the, just at oh, Fandom Show sorry. Pod. Oh. I feel notice on each episode of the Fandom Show. <laughs> I, I run the Twitter account for the most part. One you day I'll get this right. At Fandom Show Pod. Please tell all of your nerdiest friends about us um, <laughs> and do a better job than I do. And please, if you can get your podcast provider of choice, uh, get on there. Uh, principally, Apple Podcasts is great, but all of them are great. And do a little rate, review, and subscribe. Even one-sentence reviews are so, so, so helpful. Or a one-word review, even like, we, like we're describing BTS members. Yeah, you can yeah, be like, words. Just, <laughs> just write a review that just says, Daddy, with whatever <laughs> ending letter you want. Please do. Uh, Honestly, that's the best. Yeah, it really helps us move up in the charts. And and it means uh, we can have more fans, uh, fans of fans. We haven't decided what to call you yet. Fan well, fans. We'll work on that. <laughs> fan fans. 
No. We're working on it. You um, can write that as your review. Just put down fan fan. Um, you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the fandom show. Uh, you can throw some of your hard-earned dollars our way. We would love that for a couple of bucks a month. You can listen to episodes early. You can get a shout-out or even submit your hot takes for upcoming episodes. So check that out. Uh, also love to shout-out our patrons. And this episode, we're shouting out John David Stanway. We purple you. Thank you for your support. That means we we like you, just in case you're not a BTS fan. But you should be, John. <laughs> get on it. Uh, um, our theme song is by Yusu Kim. Um, and if you have ideas for future episodes or want to catch up on past episodes or just want to say hi, uh, come visit us at uh, uh, thefandomshow.com. That one has it. Yeah, I was, I <laughs> was reading it carefully to make sure I got it right. Thank you for calling me out on that. No, I was just supporting you. I love you. I love you. Aww. <laughs> uh, and now our micro-fandoms for the week. Uh, Kaya, what is a micro-fandom you're enjoying this week? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? Let's see. Uh, this is this is kind of a weird micro-fandom um, that I also included in our newsletter for this month, which you can get as a part of our Patreon. Uh, I'm just really into video essays right now. I've been watching so many. Don't give me that look, Anne. Um, I'm confused. Yeah, so if you go on YouTube... Um, you can find sort of video essays talking about uh, like anything you want. Like for instance, I watch a lot of video essays about television, talking about the themes or the creation of television, the writing behind it. Um, like for instance, I got uh, recently into watching a lot of succession uh, video essays uh, that go into like what sort of the meaning behind those, how they shoot it and why you get a certain feeling from that. Like basically they're pop culture essayists. They just do it with videos so they can show you the clips and like it's uh, so fascinating. So much so, I've always been a nerd about this stuff but I love them so much that sometimes when I'm getting to the end of the show I'm watching, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to be finished this so I can go watch Kaya video essays this. on it. Kaya has said this with multiple shows that we have watched recently. <laughs> Search Party, Yellow Jackets, Succession, The Office, all of them. I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see what people think about this. <laughs> so that's what I'm fanning out about. Um, Anne, what are you fanning out about in a micro-fandom uh, this week? Um, I think I'm going to have to give it to Wanho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wanho was another K-pop star. He was part of Monsta X, uh, but he went solo uh, last year. And he came out with a song, and he takes off his shirt in it, which is... Okay, I'm I'm standing one host titties. That's that's my <laughs> micro stand up. One host titties. They're so thick and juicy, and I love them. Uh, so now we know what the one word would be for one <laughs> titties. Titties. Stuff. Um, this is gonna be. How do you follow titties? Um, this is uh, a lot of people online are playing Wordle. Uh, everyone's obsessed with Wordle. New York Times bought it. It's been all the rage. I'm here gonna fan out about Worldle which is a terrible name, but a fun game, uh, where they show you a picture of a country and you have to try to guess what country it is. And that tells you how close you are. And then it shows you what direction the actual right answer is. Can you send me that? Absolutely. It is hard for me because I don't know geography, but one of the ones recently was New Zealand. So that was nice. I felt very smart. Uh, Steph, do you know about BTS Wordle? No. It's awful. I'm in. It's it's <laughs> so hard because... They are they in Korean? Some words, but like Roman, Romanized it, version of, of Korean. Yeah, oh but it, but it really isn't. It's mostly in English. Okay, but it it's it's so much harder. Oh my god, it's so much harder. All right, so you can try that out too. Um, <laughs> I recommend trying it before you learn any of their names. <laughs> you Send might us, be better. Honestly, as if uh, if you're listening to this and you are getting excited about BTS, please. Feel free to send us messages on Twitter. I will talk to you about this all day long. If you want to learn, you you we we can help you. I will we send will photos you. to you. I am that bitch who like okay. So I don't uh, as a C minus level Canadian celebrity, I get a lot of people <laughs> sliding into my DMs, and I usually will not interact because I believe in boundaries. If you are Army and you slide into my DM, I will absolutely <laughs> talk to you. There you go. You have the key, everyone. I, I will talk to anyone about BTS. Uh, that, that's a perfect segue <laughs> perfect into segue. our... Uh, and where can people find you? And is there anything you want to plug? Yes, you can find me at Glam Pornell on Instagram or at Anne Pornell, no E, on Twitter. So I'm going to plug The Great Canadian Baking Show. You can find it on CBC Jam. You can find it on Netflix. So, so good. good. Perfect. Thank you so much, Anne, for yes. coming and sharing... Uh, uh, your love of BTS with us. I it hope, has been. I hope that was like, I hope I felt 
I hope we got people to be like interested in BTS. I hope so. It worked for me last time. I mean, well, last time we talked, I knew nothing about BTS, and now I'm saving money to go to their concerts, and yeah. I bought so much merch that I don't need. So yeah. we'll check in in another six months when we'll all be in BTS. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, love the things you love and tell everybody about them. Bye bye. The Fandom Show is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as web comics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.